BOK Sports 980 is sponsored by Fresh Rose Clothing. Check out the new collection at freshrose.co. You are now tuned to the other side of BOK Sports 980. Welcome back. You're now tuned into the other side, the other side of sports, BOK Sports 980. I'm your host, Laws in the building. We got Jeff. Yeah. We got D. Yeah. We got Aaron. Yeah. Rocking out. Uh, full slate of topics today. Uh, yeah, y'all ch- y'all uh, going to watch the Dave Chappelle special, Joe? Nah, Drop today? No. Nah, Both don't. Them. I ain't watch it yet. So hold on. It's two? It's two? Yeah, it's two dropping on this. Yeah, it's two specials. Yeah, I seen I seen it up, young. I'm gonna have to check that jump slam after the show, young. See we see what my man Dave talking about. Oh no, he spoilers because just... Harold haven't seen it, so I can't spoil. Nah, <laughs> no. So what, what would you what would you say, though? What would you say no, about no, it? No, no, no I'm just saying. Usually, if you saw something, you don't care if it gets spoiled or not. Uh, oh, oh, you know, you already know, though. That's right. You already know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you all the jokes and everything. Yeah, Harold gonna tell you how to feel before it happens and everything. Like that joke messed my mind up, young. Like, <laughs> man, I already know something tragic about to happen. <laughs> He's lying. He lying. Oh, yeah, man. I just. Yeah, I, I'm definitely going to check it out. And as soon as I do, you know, I'm going to spoil that jump. So you got one week, <laughs> one week to watch all the specials, young Dave Chappelle. That's my favorite comedian, young, hands down. Like, he just, I mean, there was a time where it was it was Martin Lawrence. But then Dave, just because he's a smart comedian, comedian, but he keep it 100. And, like, he just, I, I just, I like his style of comedy. It's the best, young, you know what I'm saying? So... I'm definitely looking forward to hearing what he got to say. Um, with all the stuff that's going on in the world, um, that John, he got a lot of material, I'm sure. Uh, speaking of tragedies and what's going though, the Wizards are blowing my life right now. We back at square one. Jeff, we back at square one, dog. Don't try, don't try to tell me to calm down. I'm overreacting. These Bamas are playing like trash. They don't, with him. John Wall, his, his whole demeanor, it's just, just blowing me, dog. because these Bamas don't really want to win. I want winners. I want people that want to win. Like they just think they just going to show up and teams going to lay down. Last night, the Boston Celtics, who's a not even a good rebounding team, out-rebounded these Bamas like 59 to 20 This something. is ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. That is unacceptable, dog. And Mahini... That Bama is pure garbage trash. Fella, you trash, big fella. That Bama gets on my last nerve. Yeah. He, dog, these, the, the Wizards are playing like the old Wizards. When we had... Nah, Bob. Uh, remember when the team was falling apart? We had G- Gilbert Arenas bringing guns in the locker room, Javaz Crendon, uh, uh, Jameson, all you want to do is shoot threes. That's right, you already know. Uh, JaVale McGee trying to throw off the backboard oops to himself. Uh, uh, what was the other Bama too? Andre Blotch. Bro, what are you talking about, man? It, it was terrible, dog. And 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 right now the Wizards have that feel. These Bamas, I don't know if they think they're gonna just outscore teams or or what. But what's going on, man? I looked at the last five games, which they haven't played. When they played what the T Wolves, the Mavericks, uh, the Bulls, the Celtics. 
And I, there's another team in there that they lost to. I'm trying to think of the name now. Oh, the Charlotte Hornets. And <clears throat> the one thing that stuck out to me was, number one, their defense has been nowhere near what it was before. I mean, they've they've given up over 109 points per game in the last five games alone. Um, they're turning the ball over 15 times per game in the last five games. So they're not executing and they're not playing defense. Yeah. And sometimes when I watch the game, I felt like when they're not scoring, as opposed to trying to execute, like Bradley Beal or John Wall would just try to take over the game and do like the whole one-on-one thing. And I think when, I, when they were winning really well, they were distributing that ball and passing that ball around. Like you didn't know who to guard because everybody was getting that ball now. Now it just seems like it's a lot of one-on-ones. The defense is not the same. And they're just they're just talk, you know turning the ball over. Mahimi can't finish at the rim. Um, How you can't finish at seven feet? I don't get it. I just don't <laughs> get it, dog. How Isaiah Thomas got more dunks in the season than a seven foot center, dog? It's ridiculous. Cannot play with him. Cannot win with Gortat him. Bam Mahimi is trash. Gortat, this Bama playing like his spine is noodles. He can't even jump. He, all he do is push in the back. Or he don't get yeah. Ready. That's all he does is push. That's all. Yeah, you know, he cannot defend no more. He push he and like, flop, dog. I seen this nigga hit the ground more times than ever in his, my lifetime, dog. Why? Why are you always on the ground at seven foot? You too big to be flopping, dog. Can't do it. Yeah, Jelly was giving him that work too. I'm just like, it don't matter who he was playing against in the last five. He was getting. He was just getting work. So th- there's no big men to defend at the rim. They're, they're fouling too much. To me, Jason Smith needs more minutes. Even after uh, um, Mokri Morris comes came back, he still needs more minutes. He's one of the better bigs that the Wizards has because he can shoot that mid-range jumper, and they need that on the floor. And I don't know why he doesn't get the minutes that he's supposed to get. It doesn't make sense to me at all. And they're losing. That's right. Something's you already know. Give, dog. I, I, I'm, last night's game versus Celtics, I'm giving... I'm giving yeah. Bradley Bill a semi-pass, and I'm giving Kelly Oubre a pass and Brandon Jennings a pass. Everybody else is on the high seat, including John Wall. When is this Batman going to learn he's not a three-point shooter? That jump makes me so angry when I see him pull up that 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 stop at the, at the top of the key and just pull up three. Like, dog, you're not Reggie Miller. You're not Ray oh, Allen. Stop doing that. Tried it. <laughs> Stop it. This Bama got more air ball threes than any guard in the league. Yeah. That's facts. Stop shooting the three-point shot, John Wall, until young. Yeah. You work on that shot over the summer. I see you work on the mid-range shot, which you starting to hit with more consistency, but the three's not dead, dog. So stop shooting it, please. Please. Otto Porter, I don't know what he did. If he if he drank uh Scotty Brooks hot chocolate or something, because his men has been diminished. What? And that's a problem, dog. And I can see his his confidence level has kind of declined a little bit since Bondanovich has that's come in and, and basically given been given a green light. I've seen Otto Porter's like demeanor kind of change. He hasn't been as aggressive, you know what I'm saying? And I know it's, I know it's been a, a transition. I know you're working in new new players, but dog, young Otto Porter is a great defender. Yeah, Bondanovich, when he's on, he's on. But these last couple games, he hasn't been on. And and with the team playing like they are, they need defense, dog. They need defense. So. And it's, I, I, I always believe, I always say, 
where John Wall goes is where the team goes. If he's not strapping up, which he's not, he playing just like dog. I mean, I know Isaiah Thomas is a great scorer and everything, but this Bama just he just cooking, looking at the crowd like these Bamas can't check me and all like like where's your pride at, oh, dog? Oh my gosh, man. These new millennials, man. I can't stand it, dog. Bama scoring me three times in a row. He getting gut punched the fourth time. <laughs> it's not going down like that. Where's y'all pride at? You know we're Jeff, the millennials, right? <laughs> so what? We're actually the millennials. We're they're not. We you are. ain't got the answers, man. You ain't got the answers. What I, I forget what they're called. Generation X, something like that. Yeah. Jeff, what's up, man? What's up with these wizards, dog? I mean, like you know me, I'm I'm trying to just I, I'm remaining more reserved, man. You know you you want to blow a gas. He's lying. He lying. I think it's just part of you know the long season. Like 82 games, it's just always that grind. You're going to have ups and downs throughout the season. Like, I know if they can't make the 50-win plateau, I know that they will have collapsed because, like, a no-brainer that they were going to win 50 games. I think right now they'd have to go 8-4 and four from here. So, I mean, it was bad stretches. I think uh, I think, I think think it'll be all good. I mean, I, they definitely obviously have to pick up their defense. They haven't been playing defense, as you all mentioned, um, playing earlier in the year. I mean, but it's a stretch, man. Like, no, three weeks ago, we were talking about these Bamas being the number one seed in the Eastern Conference, yeah. though. They were, they were knocking talking, on the door. Knocking talking about being door. being in the Eastern Conference Finals against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Nah, and now these Bamas looking like an AFC in, like in the East. They looking like an AFC right now. The execution so, is not there on offense, though, at all. I don't see the same flow, man. The flow somehow stopped. I don't know what, but because of the rotation, because of Mahimi, even when they got, you know what I'm saying, Bono, he was, they, the rotation was still well. I, I feel like Mahimi kind of screwed up the rotation. Mahimi is garbage, dog. He took Jason Smith, you, you know, minutes coming off the bench because Smith was the center coming in for Gortat. And, and now with Mahimi, he can't shoot that Yo, mid-range jumper. And I'm he's trying not to tell you, well. the next Wizards game I go to, they better hope I don't have seats in the 100, dog. Because Mahimi going to hit me out that jump, dog. He's an idiot. I'm, don't listen to this. He's an idiot. He don't need to be playing more than 11 minutes a game. He's bringing nothing to the team. The team actually gets worse with him on the floor. He causes unforced turnovers. He's not... He's supposed to be this great defender. I don't this see Batman be getting blocked. He gets yeah. blocked by guards. How you getting blocked by guards, dog? How do you have no ducks on the season? It's ridiculous. How? I He's think, an idiot. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he. you know, he had that knee injury. Like, he might not be full, fully not. Uh, 100% Stop, to capacity until next year. I'm just saying, like, he can't, he missed all that time. But, well, then put know, that Batman on a bike in a pool somewhere. No! And let him ride a bike in the pool till his knees get right. Cause right now he's a he's a liability. This Batman is a complete liability. Complete liability. Aaron, what's your take on the Wizards? Uh... I mean, it's the same take that it's been. Like, I had an issue with the way that they kind of force uh, Bogdanovich into the lineup, taking over all those minutes and stuff like that. It was great when he was knocking the threes down all crazy, but of course, with any shooter. That you can't sustain that over the course of a season. So when he comes back down to earth, and now Otto, it seems like he's lost his shot a little bit, and his confidence, 
and it seems like he's second guessing himself on some shots. It just it just doesn't look like he's being himself. Um, that with Gortat being trash, I hate Gortat the way Harold hates Mahimi. Is like I said, <laughs> he can't defend anybody. When I saw Nerlens Noel getting buckets on him in the post, I was like, right. this is ridiculous. Dogging him, like this is ridiculous. And I'm glad to see that his minutes seem like they're going down now. But instead of Jason Smith, who's their best big, getting the minutes, it looks like it's going to Mahimi. So. Right now, the issue, I think, is who's calling the shots with the substitutions and minutes? Is it the head coach or the GM? So I don't know who to be pissed at right now, so I'm just going to let it play out. And then we'll figure it out in the offseason. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. We'll figure it out. Uh, Speaking of figuring things out, Adam Silver is trying to figure out how to control teams resting players. Saturday night, the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers rested Kyrie, LeBron James and Kevin Love and sat him out and they just they went up to the league minutes before the game and of course fans pay for these games to come see these these dudes ball and they're not playing. Uh, we know that it's bad for the league, but what does the league got to do in order to correct this issue? Because um, at the end of the day, the teams are trying to win championships. They're not trying to necessarily appease the league. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, it is... It's only happening with with the best teams, and they all what they all have in common is how deep they've traditionally gone, especially in recent years in the playoffs. So, I mean, it's it's kind of hard to control. I mean, the only thing you could really do is maybe try to uh, change around scheduling. I've been hearing this um, this statistic that they've been throwing around all day that um, science shows that um, on the back to back. Uh, game the second of a back-to-back game on a road trip that players uh injury percentage uh is significantly higher so i mean that's that's maybe something that they could change i mean maybe they could start the season earlier a little bit earlier so they can extend it um you know out over more days and then the thing obviously that they should do but they're not going to do because owners aren't going uh you know leave that money on the table is they probably should uh you know, cut the games back um, in the regular season because we all know at this point anyway, I mean, obviously the postseason is all that matters. All the other stuff is just, you know, it's just fun, it's entertainment. But, I mean, really, you don't really need 82 games. Um, but that that's just, that's just the only thing really they could do because the players have so much uh, control and now that they have the money, they don't necessarily always... Uh, view it the same way that the old school players did and, and say I'm going to play every game because it could be a new fan coming to see me for the first time so I mean it's a it's a pretty uh, difficult situation uh, for them to try to control to add to what you said though are the owners going to cut the same percentage to the players if they're not taking in 82 or 41 home games worth of checks yeah, they probably would have to uh, break it off to, what, let's say it's 15% that they lose. Bro, what are you talking about, man? They would have to uh, both lose with the amount equally or agree to, like, the players have to make less money and the owners bringing in less because of those games. Like, we can't pay the players $20 million now that you're not playing 82 games. You might say that's 15% less games, so that's 15% less salary. Like, however they... Oh, they not going to agree to that. Nah, nah. Yeah, I know, but I'm not right. We live in America. The money never go down. Yeah, that's why ain't nobody taking a pay cut. That's that's why that's what I'm saying. That's why it's not gonna happen. 
Like, but that's realistic. So realistically, this is going to happen with the best teams at points throughout the I, year, depending on how the schedule falls. Yeah, I, I think Adam Silver's in a, in a tough position because he he has to come off as though he he wants to be stern on this to make make the guys play. Uh, but in actuality, it's just it's so many factors that go into it. It's really hard to like control it. You know what I'm saying? So I think from a perception standpoint, he has to get out and say, yeah. you guys got to, you know, it's going to be stiff fines if you don't play. And of course, he's he's reaching out to the owners because he's like, y'all have vested interest in this too, whatever, because, you know, TV contracts and stuff. But really, the owners are trying to just win championships for their team. I mean, that's really what they're in the league to do. So it's like, it, 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 you between a rock and a hard place. I, I just think that at the end of the day, I think there's ways to get around it. And I think that the good teams, if they if there's, you know, this unwritten push mandate to try to have players play all 82 games if they're if they're available and not resting players, I think you just you still want you're gonna have a bad product. Cause let's just let's say LeBron James on a day he was supposed to rest and the ownership is like pushing him to play. Then the Bama might not even put forth this all. I mean, if I'm a coach, I'll be like, all right, yeah, I'm going to play you, but I'm only going to play you like 15 minutes and then we're really going to just rest you. Because, like, there's ways around it. Like, you you have to play him a certain amount of time. If I play him six minutes yeah. or just start him, he plays first quarter and then I just sit him down. Like, does that count? It's just, it's, it's a lot of loopholes, a lot of, you know, different ways I feel like you can get around it. So it's really a, it's really an empty threat coming from Adam Silver, from my perspective. Um, I don't, I don't. We'll see. I mean, I understand what he's trying to do. I, to me, it definitely changes the product. Because I'm going to tell you right now, those games when all those players sit, I don't even bother even turning to the channel. I'm not watching it. Because you're not, you're not, I'm not coming to watch or turning to watch the bench players. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm playing, I'm watching yeah, you right. superstars play. So it changes that completely. I mean, He's trying. Yeah, I can't. Why well, I can't watch Mahim? Oh my gosh, man! That's what I'm Forty saying. minutes. Nah, I can't. Like, God forbid. Can't do you it. Take your hard-earned money to buy tickets ahead That's of time I'm... for like a LeBron game or Hello? something like that. If they don't show up, it's not just going to be oh, we just resting the players. I'm, I'm throwing tomatoes at the court, man. <laughs> I spent two hundred dollars on a on a ticket, and I don't get to see the. You got to see Iman Shepard. I got <laughs> to see LeBron on the, on the bench dancing and right. stuff for his players. I don't want to see him celebrating I'm for the I want to see him dunking no. on back. You know what I'm saying? And, like, so, and that's the whole that's the whole other issue because it's not like you get your money back. Yeah, I don't get half my money to see half back. the players. Yeah. It, it, I mean, that's the part that really bothers me. Like a buddy of mine, he went to a OKC game, right? And they played the Spurs. And guess what? They sat Kawhi Leonard, Mano, Tony Parker, Allrich, uh, so basically, all the superstars were sitting down. So you know who you saw playing? Danny Green, Patty Mills. I mean, come on, man. These ain't the guys you come Bama's, to. Bama's, I can see up the rec center. If I go up to the local rec center, the same Bama's up there. Nah, you know dog. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. It should be illegal on the road at the very least. Like, you do that at home, man, for your home games. Don't do that on the road, especially like, let's say, when Cleveland plays on the West Coast. They only play those teams two times. Right. One time on the road. And sometimes it's not even two times. You know, like like for instance, uh Golden State and uh San Antonio only played three times this year. So sometimes you don't even get to see that other team two times in your uh in your arena. Yeah, and if you on the east and west, it's only one time in your arena. So it's it's just like at some point 
if you're going to rest the players, I don't understand why they don't do it for the home game. I don't know if they feel an obligation to the home fans and the owner. Maybe I think that's what it is. But that's probably, yeah, good yeah I think that's what it is. Like they're loyal to their home fans. Because I see like both sides of the argument or whatever. Like, because it's like, obviously that's your home crowd. They root for you. Yeah, they yeah, want yeah, so you yeah. want them to be able to see you play all of the games anytime you're at home. I mean, this is my whole thing is though they need rest. But back in the day, come on, it was the same 82 game season. And on top of that, the league wasn't how it is now. If you go to the if you go to the lane, you get in clothesline. I remember I used to watch Jordan go, you know, against Detroit. He go on that lane, you know what I'm saying? He was getting clubbed in the head. The game was way more physical. So the players took way more beating back in the day and they played the same 82-game season. Ain't nobody ever rested. The only difference was in the first round, it wasn't a seven-game series. And they obviously did that to make more money. You know, that that first that first series in the playoffs was you know, it was always a five-game series. You know, you won three and you won you won the series, but now it's like a regular seven game like everything else. But for the most part, it's the same thing as it was before. Why all of a sudden but now we need to get all this rest? The difference, though, I noticed that that the players play a lot longer nowadays than they did back then. Like, um, you know, like Magic's career was, I think, maybe like 12, 13 years. Bird was around there. I think Isaiah was like 10, 11. Like, uh, players played definitely all them games, but it's probably, it, it shorted them definitely by, uh, by five years or so. I would say probably on average. Yeah, but that's also because of the physicality of the game too. It wasn't how it is now, where you can just probably all 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 of all of those things are factors. Yeah, yeah, man. I, long as long as they don't do that Bama stuff when I go to the game, I don't care. What? Because yeah. I'm telling you, I'm throwing tomatoes. I'm pulling mints out my pocket, throwing them jumps on the floor. They gonna have to carry me out of there. I cannot watch Mahini. Oh my uh, gosh, man! And, and, and all these secondary Bamas playing. Uh, well, the playoffs is almost here, so it ain't that all that's going to cease anyway. Uh, March Madness, mm-hmm. we down to the Sweet Sixteen. Uh, it was a couple of Villanova got uh, got put out, yeah. Duke got put out. I'm just like, oh, brackets is all busted up. Finish. Um, some surprises. Xavier still in that in, in there grinding. Uh, I was a little uh, Baylor. Well, Baylor was good, but South Carolina really. I did not see them beating Duke the way that they beat Duke. They like handled Duke. Um, if I'd have known Duke only played seven players, I definitely wouldn't have picked them by me. Like I just would have like, oh nah, because in the tournament you need at least nine guys that you can like rotate or have any rotation. Um. Y'all see any pros coming out this show? I like Fox from Kentucky, dog. That Bama's real. Yeah, Fox. Darian Monk, Fox. Both of them. Monk, 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 yeah, Monk, 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 Monk tough, Monk too. Than, yeah, Monk better than Fox, if I, I believe, in my opinion, at the next level. I mean, but they both really? good. I, I think so. I feel like, like, Monk, I feel like Monk, Monk is a little is more wild. Off. Like, he's a little off the... Uh, yeah, nah. He, he, he doing his own thing. Player. Even their best player all year, you know what I mean? Fox has had some games where, you know, he was arguably better. But, yeah, Monk been their best player. But I think both of them are definitely, you know, uh, you know, uh, NBA prospects, obviously, for sure. Uh, of course, you of course you know Lonzo Ball. 
you know. Uh, yeah, so so that's the next matchup: UCLA, Kentucky. Which which that's yeah. the only game. Like I mean, out of the right. games that are slated, you got Michigan, Oregon, West Virginia, Gonzaga, Purdue, Kansas, Arizona, Xavier, Butler, UNC, uh, South Carolina, Baylor, US, U, UCLA, and Kentucky. That's the joint I really want to see the most. Um, I, I think that Michigan. Oregon games is gonna be pretty good too. Um, you got it. You gotta watch Butler uh, UNC. You gotta watch uh, Johnson um, from Kansas too. Also prospect. A lot of people got him. Oh yeah, he's tough. One. Yeah, he's tough. It'll probably be between him yeah. and a uh, ball who go number one. So yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm interested to see how Kentucky go go fares against UCLA. Which is which is a good which is a decent team which is a good team they got Lonzo Ball of course uh, speaking of Lonzo Ball Lavar Ball his father this bad was doing the okie doke young he started his own business called BBB which represents his sons basically and he like put his son's face on the website and their names and he's like basically making money off of his his kids and trying to like finesse a deal with either uh, Adidas or or Nike with basically his brand being like like it's a partnership opposed to them like signing them and having all the rights to the kids or whatever. But the crazy thing about it is like NCAA has all these violations that supposedly they're supposed to be in place but I'm not hearing nothing about this. And because because it's not uh because the players aren't getting anything. All he's doing is the same thing that the NCAA does is exploit the players. So he's just exploiting. But how do you You say what? He's half retarded and half genius. Cause a lot of the stuff that he's doing yeah. is good. It's just that the way he's doing it and his delivery kind of throws some people off. It's yeah, like I mean, a little bit of attention. But you know, he's not worried about that though. You know what I'm saying? He He's accomplishing what you know he set out to do. He's gonna be on a first take. Uh, I think uh, either Thursday or Friday they're gonna be out in uh, California. So I guess probably. This <laughs> yeah, nah, he, so, like, he was know, already. No, nah, he was on the California one with Kerry. He was on that one already. Nah, I'm saying first take with. Oh, uh, okay, with, with Skip. With, uh, yeah, with nah with uh, Stephen. Nice, I'm sorry, Steven. I'm sorry. My bad. Um, yeah, you messed that up. What are you talking about, you man? So, but yeah. uh, so yeah, he he accomplished, <laughs> trash. He accomplishing, uh, you know what I'm saying? What he nah, he making moves, dog. This Bama is he he and, quietly behind the scenes is is really uh making moves. But but the thing is, is like this joint is a violation. No, it's a violation of NCAA I, rule because this is the thing. It's he, not a violation. You can't. Like, that's no, what I'm trying to ask. How? How? No. But, but, no. I'm saying. I'm saying it's a violation he's in the lying. way that the Bama's using his. He's using Lonzo Ball like a part of his website to in order to generate money. But th- their so? numbers or college stuff isn't on any of the apparel. So right. as long as he doesn't put the college like right. co- I mean, but, he, but, nah, was, but the Bama guy, he he doing he little was, slick stuff. That's like what the, that's what the, the uh, college colors. And put but that's what BB the whole suit them. was originally back uh, with the uh, players versus the NCAA it banned them as far as using their likeness on the video games right. because like players getting exploited and the, uh, the NCAA is making money like all balls doing is making money off of them he's not like they he's not technically 
giving them money. I mean, now I'm sure when they graduate or whatever, like obviously Lonzo no, but this, gone. Lonzo's but gonna is, be gone in a in a month or whatever. Whenever the NCAA tournament ends for them, like in in the semester, he's out of there. So that, you know what, but I mean? what I'm saying? That's not exploiting. You can't exploit something that belongs to you. Those are his children. That it's like exactly. if the school so did it. But you just said it, Harold. You said it was a yeah. You yeah. You said it. There was. I'm saying. I'm saying. I'm saying. I didn't say it's an exploitation. I said that was a violation of the NCAA rules that they did. It's not. But how? Like, well, no, you cannot use that. the you cannot use the likeness or the name of the player. Like, he's lying. But he's he's lying. For, like, where where is the name, a picture of a player, or anything or anything that he's selling? In reference to Batman. no, it's on his web. It was on his website. I'm, they, like, I'm on the website now. None of the stuff has the kids. Uh, he's like, lying. He lying. Like, so they made him take it down, huh? Nah, because because all, all it's on is the BBB joint. Like their last name is Ball, like Big Baller. I, I can't see where they would have him. Oh, you can't put Ball or anything. Yeah, that's his name. He used the same tricks that they use. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. All he doing is the same thing that they that they do. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I, I heard that the prices for the stuff was ridiculous. Yeah, or whatever. That Bama Shannon shop was lunching. And the gear is garbage. So it's like the only like his name is on it. Like everybody don't have you mean can't put out product with their name on it, a, a big line with a bunch of different stuff. You gotta give them that. But most of this stuff is trash. And the drink's prices look like it's this just can't control. be it though. Cause this don't is garbage though. Nah, it is. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> the look like flea market. Yo. Yeah, it's out of control. Yeah, dog, this joint look like Patapsicos up Baltimore, <laughs> joint. <laughs> we got watches, we got chain, we got Gucci belts and all that. Going that joint be twenty dollars. Come on, that joint. Get that Everything. fake polo horse with his neck all looking twisted up like that ain't the polo. Schemes is yeah, nah, yes. nah, them babies done. They done master how to make them joints look look on point. But when you wash that joint, the stitching on that stitching just gonna yeah, ravel. Stitches on Don't put neck. that high heat. Don't put it in that high heat. Got them that fake joints from, from blue to turquoise. <laughs> that I mean, yeah. I mean, he's not violating the rules. He's found a way to get around it. It's kind of like like Aaron said. It's smart what he's doing. He's getting paid now. Yeah, he's getting paid now. That, that's 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 true indeed. Uh, and he and he he marketing the, the heck out of his, himself. You know what I'm saying? So that like he that's why I say it's been perfect. Like like the fact this Bama said that he would have beat Jordan in his prime. Like he knew Bama's be like what and go Google up and like I gotta yeah. uh, find out more about this dude. You know, right. just the fact. So then, once that happened, then they put out the news. He averaged two, so he's still in the news. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like they haven't been out of the news, and now Lonzo hooping in the NCAA tournament. So right, like, all this has been the brilliant. repercussions just, aren't to come yet. Like he knows yeah, he got yeah. at least until his son makes it to the league before everything starts blowing up in his face. Because his son yeah. is gonna have a target on his back. But I oh, like his game, sure. and I think he'll be able to play and kind of sustain. Once everybody sees that he can play and that he doesn't act or say the stuff that his father says, then it's I feel all like good. they'll let up off of him. Yeah. But initially, when he gets to the league, they going at his neck. Yeah. Every week, they're going to go at his neck, and then it's going to be memes all over the internet. So he just got to hope his son can make it that first year in the league and be okay. And then I feel like everything will settle down after that. As far as the other two kids, I don't know. Yeah, we're going to find out, though. We're gonna find out. Oh, it's not that bad, yeah. 
It's just regular, dog. It's just regular. It's regular. It's nothing. No, regular. It's not special, would you buy anything on the site? Yes or no? What's, I would mean, I, I I buy one of these y'all, this big baller y'all. He's lying. He's lying. But I'm not paying $50 for it. Yeah, that These shorts is all right. These black unity shorts is 40 Dog, I'm special edition leather jumps $100 for the hat. I'm not What's the site, bro? yeah? What's the <laughs> baller brand? I don't even want to help promote this joke, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> we, <laughs> I don't want to get money to this big school ball Johnson head. Oh, my God. This one Yeah, bigballerbrand.com. Dog, it's not about. creative. It's just three Bs in the Bamages. Put three Bs on there. Hold on, hold on. He got an executive hoodie for seventy dollars. What's executive about a hoodie, dog? Ain't nothing executive about a hoodie. Yo, because the Lazo Ball kids wear them jumps. That's what's executive about it. Bama yeah. got authentic bling hoodie. And then That's they said, and they put. <laughs> This Batman is literally designing the stuff himself. He, when he said everything in the house, he meant that. Like everything. everything in the house. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. talking about. These names are hilarious, though. Captain Zip Up Hoodie. $80. Dog. No, no. You're not sending nobody a dog. No, but this is the thing. As soon as that Batman go to the league, this jump probably going to be sold out on all half these jumps. If his oh, son paying out the kids don't even dress like this anymore. This is like baggy hoodies from the nineties, from when we was young. This is nineties. Like, you can tell he designed every. He had all those things. He never got the all nineties outfit, clothing line gel. You don't have this. Is like the old gel. Man, it's just the old gel. The Von Teff collection, yes. DTP Teff. Von Teff. <laughs> oh, dog, get him out of here, y'all. All right, man. The prices are crazy. Usually for urban wear, though, it, the prices are a lot lower so the kids can afford it. Like, come on, $50 for a T-shirt? Dog, this, dog, this ain't for the regular dog. kids. This is for the kids in California that live dog, in them nice neighborhoods. Nah, these are custom what it is, though. Dog, like, they cost $5 to make these custom ink T-shirts. Yeah, that, that, that's what I, I was going to say. The problem with it is is... Obviously, one could argue that whatever a clothes a clothes is priced, uh, it's not worth it. But stuff like this, especially like like you said, that joint don't cost no money to make this stuff, and then you turning around and charging eighty dollars. That's definitely like the markup of the hobo and the all days. You know, <laughs> <laughs> That's the market. Them having hobo have a have a regular wit knitted wool hat for two hundred. You be like, nah, <laughs> like this joke come with Bluetooth earmuffs inside. Salviato joke the two hundred. you going that joke? Get a get a keychain twenty five dollars. Got him. <laughs> the iron and stuff where he took the pictures to put on the site. Like, he literally, this stuff is done in his basement. I guarantee you. That's right. You already know. Everything in this drink is done. Yo, I want to see, see what his, his, his profits looking like, though. Cause That's what I want to see. You can't cost more than a new era hat, though. Come on, man. Or a Michelin S hat. I mean, those are the premium, hat, premium hats. And you're, you're $60. And $100 yeah, for the cake, he caking, and I and I bet you if 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 no, but this is the thing. Bama's, I'm, no, Bama's is I'm, I know Bama's is wearing these jumps though. Even though Wait. it's '90s gear, his sons are wearing them, and his sons are. I haven't I haven't seen them in this joint, Harold. No, nah, they win. No, go to the about us. He lying. He lying. Cause they they, they I mean they that's came so. At, but son, no, but they came. But they came at him oh. about that jump. 
And he was no, like, he was like, I'm not taking it down after about us, Jim. But Harold, you talking editorials. I'm talking about like after, like on the way into the game, Lonzo Ja rocking the the, uh, the triple B's on the cap, like in the on the way in that jump. Or yeah, after the game, whenever he don't have to wear the women's show is terrible. <laughs> they look like uh like baby clothes, like onesies that you put baby. <laughs> <laughs> them shows look like them shows uh, yeah, look they like they the dog. Josh, you put on that dog. Let me leave this nigga alone. He he, <laughs> yeah, he, he probably he probably he they probably too often. I gotta get off. Striking while the iron is hot, though. I give him that. He's striking while the iron is hot. For him, for him, no press is you know. Bad press is good press. He doesn't care what it Yo, is. Let me tell you something. This Bama probably going to do make a suit for the Bama for the no. draft day BBB no. suit. And, and gonna, yeah, I'm trying to tell you. I would. You got to care. He going to go in there jump with the 12 button jumps. One of them Steve Harvey's spectacular nah, that's the old wedding day type jumps with the, with the Boosie yeah. Collins cufflink jumps on the shirt. Nah, right? Yeah, dog. But yeah, Dang, they dog. definitely only paid about maybe about five dollars per shirt. Yeah, so for the forty fifty, you talk about that suit. They want that super duper profit margin, dog. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. trying to come out. The he Bama probably right caking. Here. He probably caking, yeah. Huh? Even though we saying nobody wearing this, young dog. If, if the kids is wearing big, big baller brand all around campus and stuff like that, and and <laughs> you know Lonzo could famous. This California, them kids can afford that. UCLA, like all you gotta do is just get the campus kids wearing the jump, and then that's bread. Did you see the fit of all the clothes, Harold? No, I know it's made like for that. Obama in made 1995. Yeah, ago. it's too baggy, you know, man. It, it's too baggy. Big Daddy Kane and yeah, dog, it, it is young. You right? It's a new day. And then the people it's that a... would support it because it's a black man, you know what I mean? Uh, marketing his family and keeping everything in house. So the stuff is overpriced for those people. So, like, I would go and buy a shirt because of the way, you know what I mean, he's operating. I would go buy a shirt if it was $20. Just to, I wouldn't wear it, but I would buy it to support. With this bad mm-hmm. with the $50, $60, it's not worth it to me. Right, you think that's the thing. Got the you Kanye would. t-shirts, Jones. Them ain't even the 100% cotton wool, Jones. Them the polyester. <laughs> yeah, the poly blend. 13% poly blend, Jones. Squirrel, squirrel, squirrel <laughs> fur on top of that, Jones. Mixed in. Man, all right, dog. We done gave this Batman. This Batman's gonna go in that jump, purchase, buy three shirts off the jump. Uh, let's let's go around the league before we get into uh, our uh, little assessment of the tight ends and offensive linemen and stuff. But uh, just signed Josh McCown to be the starter, stop that quarterback. They looking at Trubisky too. Trash. Batman's is like, what are the Jets doing? Getting McCown. They have to get somebody to be there. Cause yeah. Hackenberg- I don't know why they didn't get Kaepernick. You because know you know why. Come on, man. Especially no, in New York, the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Where right. happened in 9 11, you're, you're not going to yeah. get somebody that seems, they, you know, quote unquote, unpatriotic in their mind. But he's not going to be anywhere near New York. You know what I'm trying to say? He has to be somewhere like in a, at a team that has a smaller market for him to get picked up. Dog. Thank you guys who tune in to the BLK Sports 980 podcast, representing the DMV. Right quick, just want to encourage you to please subscribe to our channel on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. Make sure you also follow us at BLK Sports 980 on IG, Twitter, and Facebook. You can even email us your thoughts, show topics, and more at BLK Sports 980 at gmail.com. Last but not least, 
Let's spread this word. Now back to our show. But you know, shout out to. I feel sorry for you, dog. Let me ask you a question. Is Josh McCown a better fit? Well, you think he will play better than Fitz? Hell yeah. Fitz is trash. That's how I feel. You can't go no lower than Fitz after what he did last year with them seven INTs in that one game. Bama was just throwing them joints like throw up tackle back in the day (laughs) to play on throw up tackle. And then then he was mad. That the that the coach, you know what I'm saying, had the nerve to set him. Like like Yeah, like are you kidding me? So you just <laughs> them interception and when he was throwing, he wouldn't even care no more. He was just throwing his back, just you know what I'm saying? Pick up football. Josh, Josh McCown though, that bomber's like he's old, he gets hurt a lot. I, tasty cake. Young that bomber just too soft, young. He get hurt too much. But this, this is my so. thing that scares me about the Jets. They don't draft quarterbacks well at all. I mean, that's who go do back. they draft well? Uh, they draft defensive linemen. They they get D linemen pretty well. That's you about D linemen. That's it. Like that's not a lot to say for your. Uh, well, they draft. I don't want you know football game. They draft the Revis. Yeah, they 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 do good on the defensive side of the ball, but on the offensive side, they usually got to go through free agency to get somebody because yeah. they, they can't get running back. They can't get wide receiver. They can't. Their mm-hmm. old line hasn't been bad, but. They never. They don't even focus on their offense like they should, though. Like they just. Well, the thing was, they were a run. They don't have no tight end. How you got a no tight end? Like didn't they get, they get the no passes from, uh, all year long? Then they get Jenkins from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Then he go there the mid middle of the season. So various Jenkins. I think he was yes in a trade or something like that. But um, I mean, they not they don't throw the ball to the tight end anyways. It doesn't really matter. I mean they. And now they lost Brandon Marshall, so I don't understand what the the focus is. You you drafted Hackenberg, you got who was the the kid they drafted? Uh, Bryce Petty. Oh my gosh, Bryce Petty, Mark Sanchez. I mean, they don't draft you know Geno Smith. I mean, the list goes on and on with how bad they draft quarterback. The thing that scares me is if you can't evaluate your players that you get and you know make them really well. I don't. Who are they gonna draft that that's gonna be good for them? Is your system I'm, even quarterback friendly? I, I don't think it is. Look, we already wasted too much time of our lives talking about the Jets, though. And they sorry roster. We don't even want to waste no more time with them. Let's go to another sorry team. Let's talk about the Redskins. Uh, possibly going after John Ross. Me mean going after, like trying to trade up for him? Mm, I, like, I think that they might think he might fall to 17. I think he could. I think he can fall to 17 easily. And if he's there, scooping him. I think uh, Mike Williams and uh, what's his name? Corey Davis are going to go above But the question is, you can't can't excuse the quarterback's performance last year and say that it was because of the defense and then turn around and draft another wide receiver in the first round after you drafted one last year. You just Uh, can't. Yeah, and then you lost Chris Baker. Uh, you're right though but they're trying to do everything they can to help Kirk because they know Kirk needs the weapons they know he needs the weapons they though. had the weapons Jarvin you're right they missed the playoffs hey, I hear you you're right they said it was the defense but think about what happens if he doesn't have any weapons y'all gonna you know the skin's gonna be back in the top 10 draft next year that's where they should have been if they wanted to win not 8 and 8 not 8 and 7 <laughs> that's the part that's the struggle man but the thing is about this draft is 
this draft is 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 cornerback heavy and yeah, defense yeah. heavy. So this is the best draft to like looking for defense. Well, we'll see what's going to happen with the skins. Uh, Kaepernick still can't get a job. Why is Trump? Dog, this Bama Trump is. I've never seen a Bama like him, dog. First, he tweeted against uh, what's his name? Tweeted against uh, Snoop Dogg. Then Bow Wow, that Bama has. What is wrong with Bow Wow, dog? Is he on hard drugs? He might be doing hard drugs, though, because this Bama just. He he's lunching. Um, is Kaepernick going to get a job? Is he going to get picked up? If no. he does, maybe like if somebody gets hurt in training camp. But, but is he the type of quarterback that can come in and just pick up the offense you're already running? I would say running. no. I would say See, no. That's why he's he'll have trouble even getting a look at backup. So unless it's behind a black quarterback, like unless he's behind a Cam Newton, which the Bible Belt is not going to have Cam Newton. I mean, have uh, Kaepernick playing there. So it's not going to happen in North Carolina. Um, who else is a black starter? That's mobile. It's not Jameis Winston. Tyrod Ty Taylor. Yeah, I mean, I can see that in Buffalo. But Rex isn't there anymore. So now it's like you just kind of run out of options um, as far as places he could go. Yeah. yeah it's unfortunate. Because he can still play. It's just... That he whole thing well politics. Yeah, the whole thing last year. So politics is usual. Uh Browns most certainly going after Miles Garrett with the number one overall pick in this year's draft. And then they say they're gonna turn around and try to draft a QB at twelve. They shouldn't do that, but that's just my opinion. What should they do, D? They should try to get other players besides quarterback at number twelve. Whoever's the best player available. I just I don't feel overly strong about the quarterbacks in this draft class to be drafted that high. That's just my opinion. Because the, the Browns have so many different holes they gotta fill. Um that getting a quarterback and you not having those you know, those issues resolved, it's just gonna end up being a really? bad another bad season. But quarterback is an issue they need to resolve. It is. But it that's definitely the last piece. But that, exactly. You got too many draft picks in the first three rounds where you can get a quarterback if you really want a quarterback. I just, I, I just, to me, when you have that those many picks, you need to surround your quarterback, whoever you get, with quality talent. That's why Dak was so successful in Dallas. It wasn't because it was Dak. It, I mean, it, it was part of, some of that was there, but when you had that many good pieces around him offensively, it was really hard for him to fail. And mm-hmm. it really helped him. So I think if you bring in a quarterback, it's going to ruin his psyche and maybe back to the dumpster, you know, back to the dumpster dive and try to find another quarterback. You know, the Cody Kesslers of the world, you're going to have to use him as your starter. And nobody's a no-brainer franchise quarterback in his draft. That's so the problem. Reaching. Red, that's how I feel, man. It's just, it's too much other talent that they don't have to get a quarterback at 12. But we'll see what happens, who they choose. And they drafted a quarterback last year that started six games. Like, it, it, they keep saying Browns don't have a quarterback. Cody Kessler started six games. He didn't play terrible. I mean, nah, the team he was terrible overall. Like, yeah. at some point, coaches have to coach and be responsible for the players they have on their roster. Yeah, the O-line didn't help him at all. Running game didn't really help him at all. So. Huh? Well, the Browns are the Browns. The Browns are the Browns. 
let's get into this this little quick assessment of the tight ends and <laughs> the offensive linemen. <laughs> yeah. I'm on par with you, Harold. I'm not spending a whole bunch of time. <laughs> That's why I was laughing because I already know your mindset. The third and fourth round, get him out of here. Yeah, I'm not talking nah. about nobody that's not going in the first round. That's how I felt. Y'all peep, right? Y'all peep. Okay, bet. Uh, let's talk about these tight ends, young. So let's talk about them. The, uh, I mean, I think there's a clear. Well, I want to say clear cut. Yes, yes. Because yeah. when I was looking that's at right. when know. I was looking at the. I was looking at the tape of these tight ends, and I saw a lot of good things. But when I'm I'm better with the skill position than I am with the interior lineman and stuff like that. I mean, I'm looking for pancakes, and I'm looking for a that just strong arm, or if you're getting turnstiled and just stuff like that. <laughs> but skill position players like tight ends, wide receivers, and stuff like I I take pride in like looking at their game and seeing you know, what they have to offer. Um, O.J. Howard is a beast. O.J. Howard is a beast. Um, to me, and this is just me, the Batman got hands, and I'm not going to say he's, he's Jordan Reed, because I don't, he's, he's, he, he's similar to Jordan Reed in the fact that he can get open. Like, he just gets open. Like, Jordan Reed just gets open all the time. O.J. Howard gets open all the time. O.J. Howard got hands and he could catch just like Jordan Reed. Um, way bigger. That's what I'm about to say. Way, way, way bigger. 6'6", 242. Yeah. So, yeah. So, he's basically a receiver at the tight end, but like a big time receiver. Um, like, I, I, I think he's the best tight end in, in coming out of this class. Um, the, the biggest, my biggest issue with O.J. Howard is Despite his size, when I was watching him block, like he he seemed very like lackadaisical or like kind of uninspired with it. Like he wasn't dominating at the point of attack at being a, you know you, you always so, like that. You like when the Bama's yeah because I'm like Bama's out of bounds and do all that. <laughs> yeah, if, to me, if you're that size and you letting cornerbacks kind of like make you kind of turn the other way and stuff, I, I just I don't like seeing that. I want you to you know mush this guy downfield. Your weight you you have the He's, advantage. And you're not using that advantage. But I also think that he was underutilizing Alabama. So you don't really know what he is. His potential to me is so high because... His quarterback was trash too. That, that's what I'm saying. His quarterback really wasn't a throwing quarterback. He was more running than anything. And so he didn't really get a lot of opportunities in the passing game, I feel like, in Alabama. So you really don't know how great he could be. You know what I'm trying to say? And when I look at his numbers at the combine, I know it's, it's the combine, but still at six foot six, two forty, running a four five, I mean that's that's ridiculous. When I looked at his forty time, his cone drill, and his twenty yard shuttle and his sixty yard shuttle, they were similar. Like seriously, y'all gonna think I'm crazy to AJ Green's combine numbers. That's how athletic he is. Not saying he's gonna be AJ Green, but I'm just saying in terms of athleticism. He's he's that that athletic. Now, if he goes to the right squad, he may he may just cook. But the right squad has to utilize his talents, and Alabama did not. So of course he didn't he didn't get the shine at all to me. And that's why if he got the shine at Alabama, he would be probably top ten pick just from his size and his and his overall athleticism, in my opinion. 
Yeah, and mm. we were laughing at the Jets. I think this would be an ideal pick for them at six, even though, like Drawson said, he won't go that high. The utilization didn't match up with his ability. Yeah, but that bad be he's, he'd be shopping at Walmart with me, though. He go to the Jets. And catcher, he doesn't need you to put it between his numbers like a lot of tight right. ends. Like he can jump yeah. up and go get the ball at the point of attack. Like, and he runs like a gazelle to be six six two fifty that big dog. Exactly, he runs so smooth and. Like I would, yeah. honestly would like, even though we have Jordan Reed on the skins, I like to get him in Washington. Who you tell? I'll let him have him in New York, but he's not gonna make it. <laughs> he's not gonna make it <laughs> over Jay Howard. Uh, next on the on the list, unless Jeff, you want to chime in? I mean, I, I mean, y'all pretty much said everything. I mean, I was a beast. He probably would be my number one uh, tight end. Tight end. He'd be looking like a wide out out there joint, like a Jimmy Grant with more speed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, David Njoku, uh, out of Miami. This is Bama to me. This is my assessment. He remind me of Vernon Davis. Like the Bama got power, but he's a he. His hands a little, little, little dolphinish. Like, <laughs> not not all the way, but like a little dolphinish. Like the Bama can catch, like but. I saw him like basket nah, catching. Right. And for those who don't know the definition of basket catching, that's when the ball comes into your stomach. Whoa. Underhand but, catch the jump. Right. Underhand <laughs> catch the jump. You can't, like, you don't, like, high point it with, you know what I'm saying, with, with your hands. And, but Harold, you're and right, for though. me. Hold on. I, you're right because I saw a stat and it said out of 71 targets that he had in Miami, because he didn't have a lot of starts. Um, but out of 71 targets, he had seven drops. So that's to me, that's a lot of drops into yeah. 71 targets. One out of yeah. 10 passes to him, he's gonna drop it. Yeah, he's gonna yeah. drop one. Yeah. <laughs> it, Vernon Davis. Like, you know what I'm saying? Vernon Davis is good. He can make plays. He's a playmaker. But, you know, it's gonna be that one Joe. He's gonna drop in the end zone. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or just drop. And he's of Fred Davis, actually. Like, he reminds me a lot of Fred Davis. Like, for a lot of the same reasons you just said. And to me, he's like a regular guy. I. He might be. He might go towards the end of the first round, but to me, he's not a. He's not somebody who I'm scrambling trying to get in the first round at all. Because his speed, uh-huh. he, nah. he ran that four six. Yeah. I understand. He ran the four six. He's <laughs> not taking a meter. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Ne- Jeff, ne- 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 hold on, hold on. Jeff, you have an assessment on the Joko? Me, I, I think he looked like another dude that's that's gonna be pretty solid. Like he's. He, a, a real big guy, very athletic. Um, you know, uh, d- didn't doesn't have quite as much speed as Howard, um, but I think he, he looks like he could be very solid in the um, in the NFL. Like he he catches the ball pretty well. So I mean, I th- I think uh, like he he probably would be up there like two or three for me as far as the tight ends. Now now I'm gonna say this real quick before you move on to the next tight end, Harold, about Njoku real quick. He had a, he didn't have a whole lot of starts, so that's why he seems kind of raw still. You know what I'm trying to say? He's you know that and he didn't have a whole lot of starts, and he, that's why he's raw. And on top of that, his quarterback was Kaya. So no knock on Kaya, but Kaya was very inconsistent throughout the season with his throws. So it doesn't help you as a tight end or at a wide receiver position, and your quarterback is not consistent with his accuracy. You know what I'm trying to say? And mm-hmm. so I think I think he has the potential to probably have a, a really high ceiling because of how raw he is and how he just started playing the position. 
he has the potential because the guy is big. He's yoked up, like you said, like Vernon Davis. You know what I'm saying? So he got he's not better than OJ Howard, and I don't think he's better than the other guy you're about to mention next. I think yeah. I think Evan nah, Ingram. I, I don't is, think. I, yeah, well, when we get down like, and I, I yeah, we we get down this young. I, I don't think he's better than 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 Evan Ingram either. Uh, Evan Ingram to me, just by watching the tape, he reminds me of Aaron Hernandez without the guns and out the out the the killing murder. But uh, his game is like that. Like to me, he's like a receiver for real, for real. like he he's versatile. He's not built to me. He's not built like a tight end for real because he's six three two sixteen. Yeah. So I wouldn't really play. I mean, you could play him at tight end. But I just he would definitely have to bulk up and he would be like a hybrid to yeah, H back tight end type yeah. guy. But but can he do it? The Batman can catch. He got hands. He can he can run run running a little 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 slummy, but no, nah, I wanna say I, I take mean the back. Routes, not the slummy. No, nah, the routes that not, ran were the same route. It was drags, turn around, hitch, or a seam route. That's all I saw him run. Yeah. Because I didn't see him like get a Bama body there, like with a like a cut back nah, type nah. or or a sharp out, like you know what I'm saying. He runs out. And he runs a lot of outs, but it's not like you said. It's good. It's it's good route running though. For it's solid. Let's put it like yeah. that. But he can yeah, fly. Yeah, it's solid. It's solid. But the boy ran a four Flat four two, fly. so he can mm-hmm. run. <laughs> yeah. So I, I mean, you you bring him on. I don't even know. I mean, I. I don't know how he'll he'll be in the block, the passing game as far as blocking, being tight end. But like I see him being like an Aaron Hernandez, like how the Patriots use Aaron Hernandez in a lot of different sets. They use him in the backfield. They use them, you know what I'm saying, out wide. They did a lot of different things with him. And if you draft this guy, that's what you're getting. That's what you're getting. Yeah. You can you can easily convert him to wide receiver. Yeah, I think he easily. could probably go to a place like the Saints that use Jimmy Graham to his fullest potential as primarily as a wide receiver. When he went to Seattle, he floundered because they wanted him to block all the time and he he wasn't a great blocker. You know what I'm saying? So he needs to go to a system that's going to use the tight end position as a wide receiver and not just to sit there and block all day to help chip and, you know, block for, you know, pass protect and, you know, block for the running back. You need to put him out and make him a matchup nightmare for, you know, linebackers who you're not going to be able to guard him with that type of speed. He's just not going to be able to. And yeah. so, mm-hmm. what are you going to say, Aaron? Yeah, and a big issue with that is a lot of the teams are getting rid of the full-pack position to begin with. So without yeah. a full-pack, it's more emphasis on the tight ends needing right. to be able to block. But then some of these undersized guys, it's just like... like the tweeners. Creative to kind of find a way to be able to use them. Especially wow. one of those Rosses that doesn't have a fullback. Gee. Uh, Jake Butts. I'm not. Nah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I know he got teased in school a lot, though. Jake Butts. But he the next on his list. To me, Jake Butts is a solid tight end. A, more like a, he reminds me, Dennis Petta, Jason Witten, Gary Barnes type. And I'm not just saying that because they all white and he white too. <laughs> I'm just saying that like that's how his game is. Like he's shorthanded, but he's not gonna get away from nobody. He, you know, he he knows how to like get space. Um, even though he's a bigger dude, but 
but he's not running away from anybody, just like Jason Wade and Gary Barnes. But he he has great like I feel like his hands are are are, are good to above average hands. Um, you know, a lot of the plays that he's made were, were tough tough plays. But he he's one of them dudes that's move the chains type type tight end. You know, it's third and five. You need it. You need a first down. He he's your dude. But he's not running away from anybody. He's not blowing anybody with blowing anybody away with athleticism or anything like that. But he's short-handed, and he's you know he's gonna be consistent. Um, what, what are y'all thoughts? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm with uh, with you on the last part, Harold. I mean, I think I think he'd be a guy that would be solid and consistent. I mean, nothing like kind of blows you away when you watch him. Like, I mean, kind of like a like a Jason Witten, but but the production. And the consistency is always there, but they don't have like uh, like explosive type breakaway speed or, you know, uh, for <clears throat> plays over the middle and things like that. It's usually in a 15, 20 uh, yard working margin, like possession type type of dude. We move on. Anyone else? No, let's move on to the next one. I- uh, <laughs> Gerald Everett. 6'3, 239. Now, he to me is I, I would say is more like Jordan Reed in the fact that his cutting ability. Like, this dude guys, he got cuts and shakes. Like, like when Jordan Reed catch that little five yard out and then like do a little shimmy and cut back in into field, like this dude can do that. And Gerald Everett really He's one of those dudes, like, I feel like he has a high ceiling. He He's kind of along the lines of Evan Ingram. That As far as he's not as big, but he's bigger than Evan Ingram. Um, but he got he got good hands, though. Like, I mean, this this tight end class is, is a pretty good tight end class as far as catching is concerned. Like, they all got hands for, for, the, for the top five guys. They all can catch. The only bad man with, with, the, with the Dolphin, a little bit of Dolphin syndrome, is David and Joe and Juku, but everybody else got solid hands. Um, I mean, to me, Gerald Everett could easily be the top tight end in this class, depending on the system he's in and where he goes. Um, I mean, I didn't see Jordan Reed being Jordan Reed when he first came to the league, and you know, I think that Gerald Gerald Everett kind of sits in that mold too. Like he has a lot of upside and he has a lot of ability and. You know, if he's given an opportunity to to shine, or you know, he could easily um, be like Jordan Reed. Um, thoughts? Uh, I, I I couldn't find enough game film on him to even give a proper analysis because he went such, to a, such a small school. I, I just couldn't find enough. Um, I only had like one game tape, and that wasn't enough for me to kind of give an analysis. Usually, I look at three or four games. Yeah. Anybody else? Aaron. Just Aaron. The guy. Just the guy. Next. Just the guy. Just the guy. So who's 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 the top tackle and the top interior lineman uh-huh. in this year's draft? Before you do this, I'm just curious to see if Drawfin got the say thinks the same tackle is the best tackle in this draft. Because he's not consensus. Uh, when you look at most of the mock drafts and the rankings, he's not the one or two guy in any of them. 
For real? So you might have somebody different then. Because yeah, I think okay. I have the consensus guy. I have Ryan uh, um, Ramsick from Wisconsin. Okay. And only because I, I looked at his and I looked at Cam Robinson to kind of compare the two. And after looking at Cam Robinson, I was like, he's not even a left tackle. I think he's more. He's gonna be more of a right tackle, um, in the league, just because of his. He gets kind of killed with speed rush sometimes on the edge. Who do you have, Aaron, as your top tackle? The opposite for me. Did I have, have Cam Robinson because once he locks his hands, oh yeah, field, that's true. That's right. Like the oh, play yeah. is over. Like yeah. you say, he'll have to work on. But he has the lateral quickness in the feet to be able to get better at protecting yeah. against those speed rushes. My issue with Ryan was he's stiff in the hips and slow and he it's like he seems to me like he's strong like in the run he would be a beast but mm. like some of those guys coming off the edge if he plays against an athlete in the league to me he's gonna get washed and it's gonna be a turnstile um, yeah I hear what you're saying I mean when I watched him against some uh, some of the speed guys you know he to me he played in the he played in the the Big Ten to me which is the best conference in in, in college football that's just my opinion I don't think it's the SEC. I think it's the Big Ten. That's just me. But he played really well against all his competition. Really, did I see him get killed over the edge? I did see him get killed when a DN went with the spin move, like that Dwight Freeney joint. Like his yeah, like, feet just couldn't move fast a little slow. Yeah, that's what – and yeah. I just feel like in the league, he'll have an issue when you're not just playing – like. In college, it's a little different where guys got mostly one move. If you know what move is coming or if you kind of jump the move, then the play is over for the pass rusher. In the league, when you got guys setting up moves and guys that are super-duper athletes, I just feel like, to me, he would be a little suspect just because he doesn't seem that athletic for me for a left tackle. Like, this isn't a great left tackle class to begin with. It is not. Let's establish that. That, that, that's one thing I noticed off break. Like I started looking through the linemen, and I was just like, uh, "Yeah, exactly." And, right, and, that's the, and that's the thing. And the thing with Ryan too. Another knock I had on him as well. I like my lineman to play with a mean streak. I don't care if you yeah, play yeah, yeah. right tackle, that's the guard. And he plays first thing I noticed. Kind of passive. Like he had, he's he's really good at his technique and his feet placement and all that stuff. But he doesn't play with that mean streak. Like Cam Robinson plays with more of a mean streak than than he does, and he had I like hip my tackle to just and he had hip surgery to drive you back. But yeah. what I will say is, there's one tackle. Well, he's not gonna be a tackle in the league because of his size. If he was the same size as these other two dudes, he'll be a no-brainer top ten. Yes, yeah, yeah. He was six six like these dudes. Yeah, yeah. He will be a no-brainer top ten right. tackle pick easily. But because he's only six three and light in the ass, they're gonna end up moving him. <laughs> Into the interior. Doesn't have 34 inch arms and all that other stuff you need to have at last tackle. But he he be he'll be a top guard though in the league because yeah. of everything else. I mean he's gonna easily be a top guard in the league. Um and the other guy I had was Dorian Johnson from Pitt. He's he's also another good guard. Great durability, strong against the run and stuff like that. So Again, this is a week. This evaluating the offensive lineman was kind of like mundane to do because it's Man. just not a lot of talent. That jump was tough, though. I was almost fall. I was falling asleep watching the video. Of these by I was like, like, cause I want to see if you if you're a lineman, it's like to stand out. 
I need you to like power drive Alabama into like you know what I'm saying like grad a jersey and swing them and like get a pen get penalized for just excessive like that's what I want out of my linemen you know what I'm saying because at the next level these Bamas are gonna be coming to, like this is their profession their job they trying to feed their families so they gonna be coming at your neck and if you don't if you like you know just chilling it's gonna be bad though. It's gonna be bad. So, I yeah, I, I I agree with whatever y'all say because I I, I trust y'all assessment <laughs> fully and completely. Um, especially when it comes when it comes to you know just lime and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah. what's yeah. next? What's on tap for next week? We got the defensive Jeff, backs and Jeff, safeties. He didn't, have any, he didn't have any assessment, Jeff. You didn't have any assessment on on the lineman. Uh, I uh, echo uh, Harold's uh, setup. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, the joke was if you couldn't go to sleep, bro, just watch them linemen. <laughs> You'll go to sleep real fast, young. <laughs> Seriously, it's just uh, like. Uh, then you try to watch a, a, a white tackle in Wisconsin, dog. I'm like, yeah, what number is this Batman, dog? All these Batmans look exactly the same. I'm like, young, who? <laughs> What's bad Bama's? They don't put no circle on his head or then, nothing. No circle. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then Bama's be getting getting pancaked and stuff. I'm like, young, was that him or was that somebody else? Bama's flying around. I'm like, dog, this is, I can't do this no more. Dog, dog try watching Western Kentucky where the, the tape is not even in HD. You watch a standard definition. Can't see everybody blending in together. Like, Come on, yeah, yeah, dog, I can't. Yeah, yeah that jump, no good. Um, yeah, okay. next week we doing DB safeties, and that's what? it. Yeah, we ain't DB. doing kickers. None yeah, of that. Nah. Yeah, yeah. DBs is that conversation. Yeah, nah, we doing man. Matter of fact, we doing linebackers, DBs, huh? and safeties. What? Like, nah. That's too much. Yeah, that's too much. You don't realize how deep this draft is on, in DBs. It's yeah. really deep at cornerback. All right, all right, all right, all right. The next week we doing DBs, linebackers. Bro, what are you talking huh? about, man? <laughs> All right, next week we doing DBs and safeties. No, DB, safeties are DBs. Okay, safety DBs, all the, yeah, same pot. All right, yeah. yeah we're going to do I'm that. I'm out, man. I think it's tripped. This one be fun. Yeah. Um, anything else, though? I mean, y'all, man. Uh, nah, I was going to say, uh, y'all, I was going to say, y'all saw Cam Newton got to have surgery. Yeah, got to have that surgery, bro. On this, on the throwing shoulder, which is really bad. So whose fault is this that this is happening this late? Because they that's why I don't get before the training camp. Yeah, it's like in August. It's like what the frick. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, but this is the thing. This is what I'm mad about. This Bama's beat the Redskins. This Bama's shoulder was falling out the the socket, and he still could beat the Redskins. Though, <laughs> who was the Redskins? Somebody need to talk about that, <laughs> huh? Who was the Redskins quarterback? Got him! Got him! Oh. One love. One love. Your boy, your boy's yeah. pro day was the day. Trubisky's pro day. Did Everybody, you see? They don't I watched no, it. No, he no. was so impressed by it. But I, I just, they the part that really just, so yeah, it will really bothers me. This is the part that bothers me is that he wasn't even the best quarterback in his conference. So how is he better than 
Watson. I, I, I just... And they, did you see how they kept trying to say his pro day was better than Watson? Which it wasn't. It was a regular-ass pro day. Like, it just... Nothing was special about those throws I saw. It was trying just, to push him up the draft for some reason. I don't. Well, I do know, but you do know why? Because they're trying to force him up the draft boards and force him into like the hearts of the fans coming up into the draft, like preparing them to take him like top ten or something. Because you and realize whoever takes him top yeah. ten will be picking top ten again the next two years. Guaranteed. We'll be out of a job. What's what's in common with the other quarterbacks? You know, Kaiser, Watson, Kaya, and Mahomes. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> the Bama what a hard count was. Yeah. Like, come on, man. I just it just bothers me when they say he's the best. And like, dude, you ain't even the best in your conference in college. So don't don't give me that. That just it just irritates me. No, you know how they gotta do it, man. You know how the system works, yeah. Oh my god. You know goodness. how the system works. You know how it works. Alright. Uh shout out to <clears throat> our, our our sponsors. I finally got my hat, Jeff Dog. I finally got my hat, yeah. Fresh rolls, clothing in full effect. I've been rocking the joint all week. You know what I'm saying? Supporting the brand. Um it, it, I, I'm just glad I finally got the jump, dog. <laughs> finally. Uh, sh- shout out to the Wiz Buffy podcast. My, my people's Kendall Earl, Dale. Shout out to Hip Hop Now with Vegas. Shout out to Sports Reality, Jeremy. Shout out to my man, Van. Sorry, though. We don't talk about the Lakers. The Lakers, is, they're going to be picking number one or two again this year, huh? Yeah, they're tanking on purpose. Uh, uh. Uh, well, not going to talk about them. Uh, follow us at BOK Sports 980 on IG, on iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, all that good stuff. Look us up, share our content. And you getting shots up, Aaron? Yeah, I'm getting shots up. Yo, the weather's kind of nice, dog. I might, I might put on my ball and kick. The knees, the knees are nice and warm right now, so they, they can. Yeah, come on, dude. I put on my ball and catch somebody. I put on my ball and kick. <laughs> I might. They about to start in like thirty minutes, right? Yeah, about. But they be there till like ten o'clock, though. Yeah. Errol ain't out to no See. ten o'clock. Yeah, Errol eyes closed at ten o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> At 10 o'clock, it's the next day for me, dog. <laughs> At 10 o'clock, it's 6 a.m., dog. <laughs> uh, all right, y'all. We out. Shut up! Give me a turn to speak! Fine, see? You do that to me. How does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked about it. Let me speak! How does that feel? How does that feel? Do 